Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Maybe good evening. Hello. Hi. Hello. How are you, sir? I'm in pretty rough shape. Why? We're going to talk about me for a sec, right? Yeah. We'll get to the guests real quick, but uh, your boy played a show last night. Where? Uh, Sonia. How was Cambridge. it? It was fucking sick. I played with Danson, our first guest. Had awesome. our first show. I also played with Pillbuck. Awesome. He's going to come on the show. Uh, it was fucking sick, dude. Yeah, it was the first time I've ever played with like two bands on the same show. Love both of those guys. Playing with them is just so fun. We opened up for Carissa Johnson too, who's just like incredible. And it was, it was tight, but I'm feeling it today. I get like hung over from shows. I don't drink alcohol, but like the next day after a show, I, I literally feel hung over. There's no shame. Oh, Less drinking alcohol. Oh. But. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant there's no shame <laughs> the way you feel right now. <laughs> no, I don't like alcohol. Alcohol sucks. No, it doesn't. Dude. <laughs> it really doesn't. All right. Well, today, mm-hmm. today is Holy Smoke Photography, Alyssa Weil. God, I'm a huge fan of this chick. Um, yeah, I like her stuff. It's pretty good. Yeah, Very, yeah. Uh, she, she has a unique type of style style yes. which i dig it's yes. out of outside of the box that's what i mean outside yes outside of the box right it's like oh this this photographer's doing something different yeah like this ain't your Not standard the same, yeah, yeah standard, the same shit you shit see shit all the that time we see every day yeah i did uh i met her when i was in the band drip we worked on a couple things well we did a photo shoot um fruits and suits um i was just really really stoked to work with her and I was in LA in August, and I went and I did a shoot with her. She actually shot the cover for the podcast. So, nice. uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, shout out to her, bro. Yeah, yeah. We did it over Zoom, but again, I'm you know the more I do the Zooms, I think the the easier it gets. But it was just really great to talk to her about how she got started and why she does it. And but you know, I'm looking for an answer. Like, how how did you become so good and and unique and like where did this style come from and it and it just truly just like came from her like her vision you know what 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 her eye and it's just a true talent i want to know how long would it take her to edit these photos cuz they look pretty fucking yeah we did dope. go in yeah we talked a bit about her post production style and um yeah i don't i don't think we landed on exactly how long it it takes her but from working with her i know hours yeah i mean her turnaround is pretty quick and she's you know she's got a good amount of people she's working with so she turns around pretty quick i think she's she's kind of gotten a good flow but hey all these i'm looking at them right now all these photos are like just they're amazing they're They're so good they're so good yeah yeah she's really got a cool unique eye and like when you see her work you kind of know it's hers yeah and yeah, it was just, it was a really cool chat. I really appreciated her hopping on Zoom and, and doing this damn thing. And how long was the Zoom? I, we're rocking about an hour. I've, yeah, I've done like a good amount of interviews now, and they're all, they're all naturally Hours. landing in, within an hour, nice. like right around an hour, which is cool. Um, but yeah, yeah. How you been? Uh, you know, same shit, different day. You yeah. know what I mean? I do. But I'm here. Yeah, you are doing this podcast, relatively bro. on time for you. Save which is some for crazy. when you're better, man. <laughs> yeah. Save some for when you're better. Yeah, 
Guys, a round of applause. Rashad was only, I mean, technically a half hour late, but I consider that early still for Rashad. Black pe- still black yeah, people that's, that's incredible. Black people Plus, it's like before noon. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's here, people. This We're is doing the damn breaking thing. news. Yeah, it's crazy. Got to call CNN right that's now. That's how you know, you know? We're doing it. He's into it. <sighs> but yeah, man, these photos are, she can do like album cover photography. Like, I'm looking at one right now. It looks pretty fucking dope. Oh, and I'm sure she has. Like, that's an album cover right there. That's what me. I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she does the dang thing. But, yeah, we had a great interview. She talked about some funny stories that she's had while shooting with people. And, uh, yeah, yeah. She's from Mass? She is, I think. Or she at least lived in Mass for a good chunk of time. Actually, no, I don't think. No, she's not from Mass. But she did live here for a little bit. Okay. I think. Um, But I'm pretty sure she's not. Yeah, born in Mass. But she she was here for a bit. And she just moved out to L.A. Mm -hmm. It was like a year ago. So she's rocking out there. It sounds like it's going well. Um, but yeah, I mean, without further ado. Let's do it. Let's do it. Here Save is my chat with Holy Smoke Photography. Woo. Oh, yeah, and Rashad, thank you. And this is Save Some for When You're Better. Yeah, Save Some podcast. for When You're Better. Come on, Ryan. That you guys are listening to. Didn't even introduce, I'm Ryan. <laughs> this introduce is us. You didn't introduce the podcast, bro. I know. Dude, I'm struggling today. But. Save some for when you're better, my friend. Well, let's get it, baby. Let's get it. Roll it. You gotta save some, save some for when you're better. Making it happen. Yay. What's going on? Nice to see you. Good to see you. Thanks for, uh, for you know, setting this up. This is oh, so thank cool. Thank you. Thank you for doing yeah. this. I know this is uh, quite interesting. I mean, the show hasn't even come out, so I really do appreciate you uh, hopping on here and, and taking a chance. Yeah. It's great to chat with you. How are things on the yeah. West Coast? The West Coast is you know it's going pretty well yeah. it's, it's doing what california does yeah what's um, fall like yeah. out there is this your first fall out there this is my second fall out here um oh, wow. i moved i know it's crazy time yeah. what is happening but um i moved out here in september of last year so i went through i moved right in time for fall last year um but i don't think i really processed much of what was going on yeah so i'm experiencing it i think a little more vividly this time around nice Um, is there actually seasons out there or is it all just (laughs) the same thing that's what i hear i know it's funny there are actually seasons um there are even trees along my street that are changing color and dropping leaves and all of that um and and there is a shift in in temperature it's just a lot milder so right now i mean this morning it was 50 degrees it's probably pretty nice out there right now um but it basically in the summer it's hot especially in the valley it's like 
90 degrees up, you yeah. know, sometimes 100 or more degrees. Um, and then when the fall comes around, it gets to be a bit cooler. We have fog rolling. Hey. It does. There's definitely a shift. Yeah. Um, not as dramatic not. as uh, out here, but yeah, probably, probably the shift that's more my speed. I, I'm not ready for winter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Winter has always been uh, tough for me, for sure. So it's it's been nice to have a milder winter. Yeah. Um, but I still feel I still feel it, which oh, is yeah? uh, I wasn't expecting to um, feel it like the emotional shift as well. That's what but I was gonna say. Like I definitely here. have like seasonal affective disorder. Like the winter, I get very low yeah. when it doesn't stay light out that late. Yes. And so you feel it out there. Oh yeah. I actually fully relate. I, wow. I have seasonal affective disorder and I ignored it for most of my life and didn't take it seriously. Right. Um, and then this year is actually the first year that I have been taking it more seriously. I think because a lot of falls in the past several years, things have been changing so much in my life that I was like, Oh, well I'm, I'm, you know, my mood has shifted and it probably has something to do with the time of year, but also there's this and this and this, oh, and, you know, it, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this year, not a lot changed in my life. I'm staying in the same place, you know, um, there, the summer and fall there, it wasn't a big shift in what was happening other than that. I felt quite a mood shift. Yeah. And so that made me kind of, uh, a little more aware. Um, How do you and, combat yeah. the, uh, <laughs> I can't believe this well, is what we're talking about, jumping right into it, but I am interested because yeah. as a person who also struggles, I'm always trying to explore ways to over it. Right now, I'm just taking some vitamin D and soaking yeah. up the nice weather while I can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually started antidepressants. Oh, um, so that is currently what I'm exploring and, and therapy and yeah, I've been trying to get a yeah. therapist. Like I, I've, yeah. I finally made the decision like, yeah, okay. I think I, I think I need to, to talk to somebody. Um, yeah. and then finding a therapist is like this whole other feat in itself, you know, and I'm pretty picky yeah. and, and I know whoever gets stuck with me is going to have their hands full, but like shopping <laughs> around for a, a therapist is, is a unique thing to do. It's like, I need to judge them pretty much off their picture and their blurb. And then yeah. once I find someone, oh, they're not available. You know, you're like playing this game. Nobody's available. Nobody's doing it in yeah. person. I'm just like, all right, well. Oh, absolutely. I relate. I relate so much to that. It, it definitely, I, I've had some therapists in the past and, um, but with moving around and different things, you know, I, I hadn't been in therapy in, in quite a while and I wasn't throughout the pandemic and it had just gotten to a, a point a few months back where I was like, all right, I have to, like you're saying, begin the journey of yeah. looking, which then was months long journey oh, yeah. of finding someone who takes my insurance and you know thing. everything yeah. yeah so it's it's definitely a journey but and I was really frustrated along the way Absolutely. for sure but I I did find someone which is good and it's the first time I've had a psychiatrist so it's the mm -hmm. first time I've had someone who could prescribe medication right 
So yeah, we're just letting it ride. Hell yeah. Well, I respect <laughs> the move, you know, doing what you have Thank to do you. for your mental health is cool. You know, that's what Thank we got to do. That's what we got to do. I'm glad we're jumping in with this. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's kind of funny. I've been listening to podcasts about mental health, so it feels, it feels quite relevant. It really is. It's, it's everywhere. Like even the podcasts I listen to that aren't supposed to be about mental health, like people are just talking about it now. And it's, it's wonderful because growing up, I was always curious why I was the way I was, you know, but then you get to hear people's, that's why I love podcasts because I just get to hear people talk about their experience. And then you are like, oh my God, I'm like that too. And then you relate and then you don't feel so alone. And it is, it is quite beautiful. Yeah, I fully agree. But I really want to talk about your photography. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I just love your work. I've been a, I've been a fan. uh, I guess I I was lucky. I found you and then we just worked together immediately. Um, So I get to see you in action. And yeah, as a band guy, you know, obviously I've done the photo shoot thing for a while but it's Mm -hmm. a weird day and age we live in where there's a lot of photographers because you know cameras are cameras are everywhere I mean cameras are in our pockets but also like you know I know a lot of beautiful people that own a camera and they love to take pictures but that's pretty much all it is um Mm -hmm. working with you was something different um it was the first Mm -hmm. time I I worked with somebody who was involved in the movement I mean movement's a word that's going to come up a lot in this conversation because I mean I feel like that's just where you excel I mean you're just so good at unique movement I guess it could be Mm. called but I I feel like that's really what makes your photography stand out is the poses what you get out of the people you work with and I know firsthand just I mean you really make uh, the subject feel very comfortable Mm. is this something that you just realized was inside of you like you saw pictures and you or you took like did you take your first picture and you were like oh yeah that's the rough or like <laughs> like how do you get into this oh well I, I really appreciate what you're saying um so first of all thank you oh, um it's, it's the truth um I mean it's 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 funny because I've always liked photography um, and I was afraid to take photos of people for a long time. Um, Afraid. Yeah. Yeah. Genuinely. I I was, uh, cause when I was younger, I I did macro photography. I took photos of of flowers and bugs and I, I, you know, and it was very um, much like a way to spend my time, I would say. So this wasn't in school or? Um, not really in school. My mom is a photographer as well. So it kind of came from her and that she does like that kind of like nature photography. Um, she did a little bit of weddings back in the day. Um, but so I would borrow her camera and I I would, you know, just, I was bored and yeah, it was a hobby. Um, at the time. Uh, like I think I started around 11, 11 or 12 sort of um and really out of boredom and um but yeah and it it wasn't until I was I think 21 that I started to take photos of people also sort of out of boredom in a way um being I was I was surrounded by 
people, I was uh, visiting Boston and uh, surrounded by people who were making music and I wanted to be a part of it, but I, at the time, didn't make music in any fashion at all. And I was like, I don't know how to be a part of this. Um, and then uh, my partner at the time brought up the idea of, you know, me taking photos. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I could do that. And so I started to take photos of, of what was, ha so people doing something, you know, not portraits, really, but, you know, yeah. people in a session doing things. Um, and I was like, man, this is pretty close to doing portraits. And and like I said before, this fear, I, I've struggled with social anxiety in various degrees throughout my life. Um, and especially when I was in college, um, which is around that time. And that I, I guess the fear was coming from the that I knew there was vulnerability. I knew that, like, what am I going to say to this person who I'm not? You know, and I and I realized kind of that. I think because I'd also been in front of the camera in, in some some ways, um, but then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna try it, and I'm gonna. I want to fight that fear, you know. Yeah. So they're having it too. <laughs> you know, it's like exactly they're they don't know what to do or say, and and so it takes it takes a person, yeah, like you or that you learn to do, you know to bring that out of them to make them feel comfortable. So was it a process yeah. to for you to get comfortable with doing that? Because it feels so natural working with you. Mm. How mm. long did it take for you to be like comfortable giving direction? Mm, that's a that's a good question. I think I think that it came to me it, it probably took a a couple of years to really feel comfortable because at this point in a photo shoot setting I do feel quite comfortable now which is like wow oh my gosh that's <laughs> and I do think what what you're saying is that that helps if I'm comfortable and then I think it can help the person on the other end to be comfortable um, and and I really do care a lot about that too because I realize and and this whole time have have it had it in my mind that you know this is a vulnerable place to be um and yeah so I think it it evolved over time um and once I started to do it and and realized that I really enjoyed doing it and being in this setting where um it's so deeply collaborative it's it's me but it's just as much the other person if not more so you know it's it's pivotal that it's combined um yeah. so I think that has been a really interesting thing to navigate um and, and from a no please or please. yeah from a movement perspective I also think that that is very much informed by my background in dance yeah that's um, what it seems like yeah yeah yes so, so you were a dancer. Yeah. Yes, a dancer. I went to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's interesting. It, it makes me think of like how we label ourselves and how I definitely had trouble even when I was going to school in a pre-professional dance program. I didn't want to call myself a dancer at the time, you know. So, um, but yes, I was a dancer. I am a dancer. Um, 
And I think, and, and also um, I have yoga instructional training, yoga teacher training. So that I think also informed the way that I communicate with people okay, and yeah. guide them. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It does. It's just, yeah. It's so crazy how different forms of art can complement each other. Mm-hmm. You know, I see it a lot in instruments, like playing the drums gives you a little bit of an edge playing the guitar. Cause you already have the rhythm taken care of. You never would have, you know, it's hard to kind of, see the correlation between like dance and photography they seem so far away but having that dance background really does seem to help just knowing the way the body moves being familiar Mm -hmm. with these different movements um yeah you've definitely seemed to be able to hone into that um how long have you been shooting quote unquote like professionally for so I started in 2017. So um, about, I guess that's four years. Yeah. Now, was there like yeah. a photographer that stuck out that really influenced you where you were like, oh, okay, that, that's, that's the goal or that's what I want to do with my life? It's interesting. I don't really think so. I mean, there've been photographers along the way. There's a photographer right now who I am somewhat obsessed with named uh, Zong Lin. Um, but along the way, and especially at the beginning, I, I wouldn't say so. Um, Hell yeah. It was, yeah, it was badass. Like, cause <laughs> no, it is usually, you know, like yeah, me as a musician, I've, I've seen plenty of like, Oh, okay. That can be done. I want to do that. But just for it to just come truly from within you and just be like, this is what I want to do because Mm -hmm. it just feels right. I mean, that's awesome. That's badass. Yeah. Thank you. Um, It's kind of funny because there was a piece of me that was almost in the opposite kind of vein where I saw, and, and you kind of mentioned this as saying, you know, every, everyone has the capacity to be a photographer to, to a degree nowadays, Um, but I saw so much, so many photographs that were, were cliche in a certain way. Um, like, um, yeah, like there are definitely some really specific examples, but you know, um, every engagement photo shoot ever, (laughs) huh? Like every engagement photo shoot ever, like (laughs) there's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, one example, and, and definitely no hate to, to anyone who's done it, um, because I know that people just want ideas, but yeah. I, I remember seeing multiple photo shoots of people wrapped in fairy lights, okay. and, and I just, before I was a photographer, and I was just like, really? I mean, could there be more like what? I don't know. I, I, so I kind of had this feeling of, all right, well, I'm not seeing so much of what I want to see. So, um, but you have that gift, you have that eye, you know, like (laughs) it, it it doesn't, you know, I I like to think of myself as a creative, you know, I make music, I, I I do this, but you know, I've booked a couple photo shoots with you now and, and, and I've had photo shoots in the past and I always get to this point where I'm like, 
well, what what are we gonna do? You know, I don't I don't have I yeah. can't think of photo concepts. You know, I do find myself mm-hmm. just looking around for inspiration. Where you again, totally. you you just seem to have the ideas in here. You know, like your mm-hmm. unique vision, um, which is mm-hmm. super important to stand out in in the game of photography, mm-hmm. especially since it's littered with photographers everywhere. I mean, how do you feel about that? How do you feel as a photographer, the fact that pretty much everybody is walking around with a camera now? Yeah, it's, I mean, on one hand, I really appreciate the accessibility. I think that, you know, in, in part, I feel like that, accessibility really helped me to begin you know the camera I had at first was um you know dinky and in a way I mean like it I just had this little it was a Sony a5000 um which is just this dinky little camera and uh but it's powerful And, and and I remember you know I started to shoot on that first when I was doing portraits and it 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 became quite quickly once I started to do portraits, um, I, I was realizing that it could be uh, a career. So it became pretty quickly professional. Um, and I would bring this little camera and people would be like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and I was like, let's see. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. But so I feel like the accessibility I'm, I'm really grateful for, um, I do, I don't know, it's, I have mixed feelings, I suppose. Yeah. (laughs) I have mixed feelings, because I do, I love seeing people's eye, you know, like, what do people see, what what are, and that's really what you get from It's hard to hate on people creating, you know. Yeah, I feel the yeah. same. Even music, making music, has become a lot more accessible with the computers and the technology. But very similar to you, you know, I use that to my benefit. I, I'm able to do yeah. it because it was accessible to me, you know. And yeah, again, it's just hard to hate on people trying to be creative, at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think um, I, I've definitely been frustrated sometimes by. Um, I mean, like I was talking about before this kind of the tropes, I guess, but it, I think I was more frustrated about it in the beginning. And now I, you know, I do, I do understand it to a degree. It's, you know, wanting to be a part of this art form, which, you know, I love so much. So it's like, and, you know, uh, like you were saying, it, it can be hard to find, um, you know, what to do, because often it's like, well, I just need a photo of my face. Yeah. So I guess the way I approach it is often, okay, how can we do that, but make it, you know, interesting, possibly evocative, um, you know, yeah. a little bit more, hopefully. Absolutely. And, and so it also looks like, so you deal with video too. Yes. You've done a couple music videos. Um, what, what is your role in the music videos that you've worked on exactly? Are you behind the camera? Are you directing, instructing? Yeah. So I've done a few different roles. Um, I've done quite a bit of directing, um, which I really enjoy. And 
most of the times that I've directed, I've also shot. I've also been filming. Um, I've done director photography um, once, which was uh, which was really nice. So I was working with another director, and um, I was in charge of filming um, most of it, uh, with with some moments where he was filming as well. Um, but so, yeah, I've kind of done the gamut, camera ops, uh, uh, sort of attached to director of photography or directing. Um, I've done a little bit of producing um, and um, yeah, I think that's, I've done a little bit of choreography as well for music videos, which are, well, for music videos and also for other um, like sort of art film stuff. That's awesome. It does seem like the video side's a bit more collaborative, especially like, how does that work? Like, you're so used to being behind the camera, using your vision, obviously collaborating with the subject, but it seems like it's very much you. So when you go to like being a director of photography, now working with a director, do you, mm-hmm. do you have trouble kind of adapting to that or do you like it? Are you working with a director that you're learning stuff from or are you finding yourself like, God, I, I think I, I, I want to do this. Or blah, blah, blah. Are you like torn in different directions? Mm, that's interesting. I, I've been lucky with the, the teams I've worked on um, that uh, everyone who I've worked well, yes, with. And you're not going to badmouth anybody on here, obviously. But. <laughs> of course, of course. But but really, I have learned so much. That's the thing about video that's been so exciting is um, and why it's been really nice to do it is it's a challenge. And and it can be sometimes a challenge in, you know, maybe I have different opinions than what uh, the people I'm working with are doing. But I, I have felt... Um, thankfully with the people I've worked with that I've been able to voice my opinions. And, you know, of course, like if I'm director of photography, the director, you know, they'll take it or leave it and whatever. But, um, but I have felt it's been nice because the other piece of it as well is that with photography, I think often some of my best work comes from someone else's seed in a way. So like someone will come to me with a concept and then I think I do a really, one of my strengths, one of my strengths is uh, bringing someone's concept to life and figuring out how to make it work and, and capturing it. Yes. Um, so I think that has served me in videography and, and, uh, um, you know, especially with the, being director of photography, focusing on cinematography, um, I think that has been an outlet for that same kind of thing. Yeah. When you're getting hired for these videos, are they hiring you from Holy Smoke? Like they know who you are, they know your vision, they respect that, and they're like, I want you a part of this crew, or are you like submitting yourself for the process? So it's like a little bit more of, I guess what I'm trying to get at is like, you almost kind of have to prove yourself a little bit more in that situation. Or has it been a lot of your situations? Like they know your work, they respect your work. So they're bringing you on. So it's not, they kind of already respect your eye. Yeah. Usually that is the case. Yeah. um, Which has been good. I, 
Yeah, there, there was one music video I was on where um, the artist had hired me on, but I didn't know the other, I didn't know the director okay. um, or the uh, cinematographer. And that's where I ended up producing and also um, like being a PA, essentially, production assistant. Yeah. And um, I learned so much from that gig, oh, I sure. got to say. Um, but also that was, that was, interesting because they didn't know my work you know so that one was a scenario where um it wasn't yeah because I think the other uh, projects I've been on with video so far have been people know holy smoke and Mm -hmm. they want that essentially in some fashion so that was an interesting opportunity as well to you know the the artist um for the music video knew my work but the other team didn't so um yeah that was that was interesting but yeah Yeah, and to your last point I definitely for sure I mean I remember coming we came to you with the concept of like all right we're gonna wear suits and we want to be surrounded by fruit and like that's all we had you know and you definitely took that and and ran with it and really really made it something I mean those are I still get comments about those photos you know those those photos immediately kind of just grabbed people it's so sad that it was like oh. right at the end of drip but at least we got yeah. some beautiful photos to capture that band and it was a lot I mean a lot in part to your direction it, it, it was mm. you know fruits in suits who knows what what we probably just would have been standing <laughs> around with them but instead you know we were like posing all cool with them and you yeah you really brought uh, something really cool out of uh a pretty basic concept. So yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Did that, Thank does that you. just come? Like, I guess it does, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's, you're familiar with movement and do you just kind of see it? Like you just looked at us and you were like, okay, let's try this. I mean, or mm-hmm. how, how yeah, does this happen? Is I, it a lot of just spur of the moment inspiration? It's a mixture, I would say. Um, but it is kind of, spur of the moment but usually inspired by something um and I think one thing I love about working with musicians is that I can work off of the music um and that I find so helpful and endlessly inspiring um because the I I I think I find it really exciting to make like be inspired by one medium and and try to create something that's very complementary in this fully other medium. Yes. Um, so I think that's a big part of it. Um, and I, that was definitely a part of it with drip, you know, thinking about the music that you guys had done and what I'd heard and, and trying to, you know, connect that with fruits and suits. And, and, and also I think, with bands it's really interesting because there's always a dynamic it's actually quite challenging I would say working with more than one person um and a band especially get you know getting everyone to kind of all you know having everyone present in in a way that's like flattering to camera at the same time it can be quite challenging um but um I I found that your dynamic the drip dynamic helped me as well because I felt I felt the the playfulness and the the connection of each of you and it was I think um 
it felt pretty organic for me to kind of play off of the energy that I already felt from the way you guys all connected with each other. Yeah, yeah, I do have to say, yeah, you definitely captured our, I, I don't know what the word, our essence, uh, our vibe, you know, each individually and as a group. I, I mean, I, I just don't know how you do it. I, I love those pictures. I always will. I mean, they're awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And that's something, that's something I love about photography as well is it's mementos. Yes. Oh my God. That's why I love photography. I mean, I'm addicted to it. I love, you know, social media. I use social media as like a scrapbook, you know, of of moments. And, and that's, that's, I I love photography for that. I I don't have like Mm -hmm. the photographer's eye, but I am, I am just such a sentimental hoarder. Mm. I like with video (laughs) pictures, I'm just addicted to it. Like every gig I shoot, I need to need to film it so I can play it back. And need to capture mm. it with video and and so I've always hired photographers like that and worked with them like that and then working with you was something else it was something else I was mm. like oh this is this is photography as an art not mm-hmm. as the tool you know or to just capture this mm. moment it's like now we're like cre- you're, you you create moments it seems like it's Oof. yeah it's hard to put in words exactly what you do that, that sets it aside from just taking a picture, but it, it really is something at the combination of movement, you use light color, your post-production is like, what is that process? Like I'm guessing yeah. use like Photoshop or something, but do you just like sit down <laughs> crank some music and just see what the picture's telling you or, or what? I mean, kind of, um, yeah. So I use Lightroom very okay. much. So yeah. Photoshop, I use, supplementary um but lightroom is my kind of joyful playground i would say um and yeah i mean it's always been very playful so it's kind of funny because I, i know a lot of people other photographers who have a lot of technical training maybe they went to school for it um or they've just learned the the tech and um, you know, along the way I've had to, obviously. Um, but but are you self-taught? I think yeah, pretty pretty much self-taught. And and with the post-production, it was always like, hmm, I wonder what's possible. And I wonder what what do I find interesting? What do what may and um it's been interesting to navigate that along the way because um I think, yeah. It, it, well, something like that is always yeah. good. You know, there is a benefit to learning it on your own because you're not immediately hit with, okay, well, to get this, this, and this, the contrast goes to this exposure. You know, instead, you just played with it and saw what you liked and what appealed to you instead of being like, I kind of see that with music theory too. I, I see the benefits, mm-hmm. obviously, but sometimes I see people a little too boxed in. Um, and that's a scary thing to kind of mix with art. So I always love yeah. self-taught and that's, you know, a lot of the times where you find the most unique work because they weren't taught how it's supposed to be done. They mm. just figure out how they want to do it, which is always, mm. always cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's been, I think 
for a while I felt and and still at times do still feel this imposter syndrome because I don't have a lot of in technical training um and it's interesting because I felt that way about dance too so it's it's maybe a, a theme um but uh but I have also found throughout my life that the way I like to learn is by being thrown in the deep end and figuring it yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Learn by doing. Um, Absolutely. Yes. Me too. Yeah. That is yeah. the best way, especially with art, you know? Yeah. Art is so damn fun to make. Yeah. And it takes a little bit of the fun out when you're hit with like, you, you have to do it like this. This should be done. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just so fun to play. Yeah. And, and to that point too, I think it's, it's been interesting to, to have it be this very playful thing, but also do it as a professional and, you know, have to adapt to what people want and need. And, um, it's been an interesting thing to navigate. And I think I've, I've learned so much because I've been forced you know, in, or not exactly forced, but gone along with, you know, uh, things that wouldn't be my, my instinct. Um, but then I've also found the necessity to make time to just play. Yes. Um, because that, I think, I think I tend to lose touch with the work that I'm doing and, and not enjoy it and not be proud of it as much if I don't also spend the time to just make something, just vomit some strange, interesting, fun thing out. Absolutely. Um, some people. Well, and with photography, like, I mean, I guess it comes down to your goals, but, you know, there's many ways of making photography a job, right? I mean, you could go mm -hmm. right into, like, commercial stuff and, I, that I'm sure they're like, well, it needs to look like this and be, you know, I'm sure there's a little bit more rules on that realm, but I'm curious, like what does the journey of an indie photographer look like? Because mm -hmm. I'm very familiar with like the musician journey, you know, it starts at open mics and then you local clubs and, and you know, you work out like that, but like what, what are the little milestones for photographers? Like, magazine placements or like where yeah um so I think the very first well I, I mentioned a little bit about kind of you know starting to take portraits and um I was just asking friends who happen to be musicians um can I take your photo I don't really know what I'm doing but are you down and you know these are close friends so they were like of course well, let's yeah. do it ask any fun. musician like hey photo shoot and they're like <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> you know exactly which which ended up working out really well um but so it started like that and maybe on the fourth or fifth friend of mine who I asked we did a shoot and she was like well I'm gonna pay you and I was like you 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 don't have to and she was like all right I'm just gonna pay you 50 bucks just like all right and I'm like okay cool and then I was like oh hmm I could get paid for this people would pay me for this <laughs> um and so from there it was 
I think, well, one, one step of the puzzle for sure was, um, making an Instagram for my photography. I remember talking to a friend of mine and I was, before I did photography, I was very much in this place of not knowing what my life was going to look like. Cause I had been in school for dance. I dropped out. Um, I was considering going to another school for dance, but also I was feeling very conflicted about dance. Um, and so as photography started to happen, um, I, I was reaching out to a friend of mine and I was like, I, I, I don't really know. I kind of want to put out my work in some form, but I don't really know what the, I don't know. I was apprehensive to do that. I was just kind of stalling and, and a little shy about it. And, um, and he was like, yeah, you know, you should, you should just put it out there. Who knows what'll happen basically. <laughs> what what important what an important phone call that was and in the end because um once once I started to put my work out there um because of the community I was in being around all these musicians um and having these friends of mine who I was doing these like casual shoots with put out the, the images and they were I think quite different from the start because they were very playful. I was doing a lot of this weird post-production where, you know, the colors were, in, you know, not fully real. Um, and um, so then people started to reach out to me. So I was like, okay. Um, so that was kind of the, the next step is, is people started to reach out to me. Um, I, it's interesting because with, with magazines, I I don't think much work and I could be wrong, but I think maybe it depends on also the platform and, and kind of what the magazine is. I I early on I um did a photo shoot with uh the the place that I got my yoga teacher training. Um I, I ended up doing a photo shoot with them because they were releasing this clothing line. Um and it, some of those photos were in Boston Magazine. And, and this was in 2017 when I had, was still very, very new to photography. And so that, I mean, at the time was a milestone for sure. But also I don't, what's interesting about it is I don't think that really was, um, I don't think it was necessary in, in a way, you know, mm -hmm. to the process of like, building a, a career as a photographer as an indie photographer right um yeah I think so as things went on I well one thing early on is I was like all right I, I'm gonna write a contract that you know I'm gonna have people sign contracts because that you know if this is gonna be actually a professional thing like let's do it in that way. And so even right. though it was still very early on and um, I was still quite fresh to it, I, I think I approached it in that way and that kind of as well made it, um, it become more serious. Was there like a bad instance? Did you get like screwed over out of a payment or something? You're like, nope, need a contract. Or were you just like, how do I like validate this a little bit more? Or just protect um, it, it against was more so, so the, it doesn't happen. 
yeah it was more so the second one that I wanted I was like how how do I make this legitimate and valid I've definitely dealt with scenarios in, in the past four years of various you know tricky things with um with contracts in times when you know um I didn't have someone sign a contract or waited, you know, almost too long for someone to sign a contract, stuff like that. I've, I've dealt with that. But, but at the time when I first started to do it, it was, it was more so the, like, if I'm going to do this, I want to do this with some form of legitimacy. Absolutely, And it definitely lets the person that's hiring you or, or that you're working with know um, kind of right off the bat, like, you know, this is serious. I take this serious. I want you to take this serious. Um, and we're going to make some art. But it, it does yeah. kind of set a, a good level of expectation, I guess, just just as far as because in this indie game, working with, uh, you know, other people that you meet online, you, you never know, you know, and yeah. it does kind of immediately set up like a, a professional standard, which is nice. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think being also um, solo in a lot of this, and I've also had kind of team members in a way that have like come and gone throughout the process, but mainly it's been just, you know, self-employed solo thing. I was Um, curious about that. I definitely wanted to ask about it. So Holy Smoke is is pretty much you. It does seem like you work with a a collective. that are, you know, I see a lot of different artists that you seem to be involved with, you know, um, often, but it's just you, right? Pretty much. Yeah. So Holy Smith Photography is, is me. It is my baby. (laughs) It's my project in a way I would say. Um, and, and yeah, there's, um, for a while I had a makeup artist and a hairstylist when I was in Boston for about a year, um, maybe a little bit longer, I was working consistently with a hairstylist and a makeup artist. And we kind of melt, we became a team really. Um, and that was a really fun experience. Um, because I really felt that it elevated the work I was doing. Um, you know, because also, I mean, those two people are so talented and, you know, I felt really, I felt and still feel really lucky to have worked with them and, and at times still be able to work with them. Um, but other, other than that, it has been, it's been a solo uh, experience. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I do have a question. Um, yes. and maybe it may set up a bit of a debate, but I'm curious. Okay. Uh, I see a lot of photographers take the stance of, you know, you hire me for work, I shoot you, I edit the photos, I deliver the photos, and now when you post them, don't edit it, don't touch it. They take that as disrespect. Um, I'm just curious. I I guess it, it becomes, or it's coming from mostly a place of because the photographers I work I've worked with in the past growing up were just buddies with cameras right so like they would almost take the raw and then I would edit it and then as I started working with more professional photographers or even just kind of being more exposed to them on Instagram and stuff 
I see the very the very firm statement that it is disrespectful to edit a photographer's work. What's what's your mm-hmm. stance on that? Yeah, so I yeah i i would say i guess it depends on the person but for me i do anytime i work with someone i i have it in my contract and i i will communicate that um if you want to alter the image essentially past that point you need my approval to release it um i don't think if if someone alters it without saying anything to me I do find that somewhat disrespectful and I think a piece of that for me is just because the post-production is a huge part of it a huge part of like my work you know and I do really see it that way with with these images I do is you know it's um if I'm if I'm taking the photo and I'm editing the photo that you know this is this is holy smoke photography you know this is it's a piece of that world. Um, and so, and I've had, I've definitely had people alter the images with communicating with me, with not, you know, without communicating with me. Um, and, and yeah, I think it, it, it's continuously somewhat challenging to navigate. Um, I think as, you know, I've been, uh, a non-confrontational person for a lot of my life. And so kind of being my own boss and, and being in this position, I've had to learn to be a bit more confrontational. Yeah. Um, and it can be tough sometimes because someone may alter it and I might think it looks really bad. Oh, absolutely. Right. <laughs> well, that, is, that is what it is. Right. I mean, yeah, because, yeah. well, first of all, I do have to go on record with like, you've taken you know I've done a couple shoots with you never once have you got given me a photo where I was like oh I could make this a little bit better you know I've never <laughs> felt the urge to edit one of your photos and because you do do such unique work you know like you like you look on your Instagram and that is unique you know and you're starting to develop you have or not starting to develop you've developed your own style you know you have a lot of different looks, a lot of different colors, a lot of different feels, but they all feel like holy smoke, you know? So like when the person is paying for your work, they are paying for a holy smoke photo. So it's like, why would you want to edit it? And I see where you're coming from too, where it's like, well, you edit it poorly, then you're lessening my work and now my name's on it. So now I'm conflicted, you know, because every time somebody posts a photo that you took I mean that's promo for your business at the end of the day yeah um yeah but playing devil's advocate obviously an artist can be like well I paid for the photo I should be able to do whatever I want you know and and I I as an artist who feel you know I feel very strongly about the the work I do and what I want to do sometimes you know I feel the need to kind of you know if you're working on a body of work that has a theme sometimes you want to make it all fit so sometimes mm-hmm. people may find it necessary to edit a photo to to more fit in the theme. Um, so I can see both sides of it, but at the end of the day, yeah. um, with the level of work that you're doing, you know, it 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 is artistry. You know, mm-hmm. I stand by that. Where it's like, yeah, don't touch it. You know, because that is the art. That is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. That is why I sent you the 
cover for the podcast. <laughs> I did. I don't know if you picked up, but there is a light filter over it. That was the biggest reason why I oh, sent it yeah, to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, yeah. Yeah, I did notice that that it was slightly different, but also, yeah, with stuff like that, I mean, yeah, it 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 doesn't doesn't bother me. Or if it does, you know, I'll I'll, I'll let people know. Okay, um, <laughs> and um, and I I also do hear you, and and that's why, and that's why I I my intention at least is to, to really work with people. And, and, you know, like if, because it's so true. And that's the, the interesting thing about working with other artists is as much as this is my work, it's their, you know, album cover or their, you know, whatever it may be. And I definitely, I think, I think along the way as well, I've, and I wonder if it has to do partially with um, just getting more comfortable in kind of the roles that I'm in. But I, I definitely felt more, I think, uh, insecure about that kind of like manipulation of images and stuff like that uh, earlier on. Um, and now, I mean, I mean, I've also had people who will change something, send it to me, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not into this. And, you know, they say, well, I want to do this. And I'm like, all right, do it. Just don't put my name on it. So, that's you know, where, so, so that's where you end up. If you're just, you're just like, well, then just take my name off it. Yeah, that's happened um, in, in some cases as well. And that's only in, in the sort of extreme cases where I feel like, you know, maybe, maybe an untrained eye would, would look at it and, you know, have no problems but if I think a trained eye would look at it and say this is a professional what the heck you know <laughs> or something like that or just something I I don't feel like fits in kind of the world yeah but, no know. that makes sense 100 percent. at the end of the day right communication mm -hmm. is key yeah. that's really all you're asking for it's like mm -hmm. well let's communicate as much as possible before the shoot you know and then I'll, I'll edit it, you know, so hopefully we're just on the same yeah. page. Hopefully it just fits with the work. Hope, you know, you're hiring me to provide the work. Tell me what you want and let's make it happen, you know? And yeah. And then at the end of the day, yeah, if you do feel the need to edit again, please just communicate and let's see if there's something we can do. That, that makes sense. I mean, totally. Because it is your art and photography is interesting because sometimes you are hired or asked to provide art for somebody else's art, you know? And, and so it's like a collaboration effort, but at the end of the day, yeah, just communicate, you know, and respect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so true. And, and what you said as well, like the upfront communication is so helpful knowing like, you know, because I've had people from the start say, you know, I want the raw images or, you know, I want, um, someone else to edit this or you know stuff like that and you know to have that up front is helpful because then we can talk about it and figure out what makes sense right. um versus you know once the photo is already yeah <laughs> once it's all over you're like blindsided like, oh. by like a notification on instagram you've been tagged in a photo and you're like what the hell is this <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah totally understandable um <laughs> 
So I, I, this is a stupid question, but I am curious. Uh, what what do you enjoy more, like the shoot itself or the post production? Mm. One of my favorite parts. I mean, probably the shoot itself. I would say I I love being in that space. It's an adrenaline rush. You know, it's it's exciting. Um, and I'm very present. I usually hopefully in those spaces right. which is nice but one of my favorite parts of it is culling the images doing what um culling um culling. yeah I wasn't sure if you knew this term yeah so essentially what that means is after I do the shoot because I shoot on digital I upload everything to my computer and then I go through all the photos I took and I uh, categorize them into ones that I'm going to throw away because maybe someone was, you know, blinking one eye or sneezing or, you know, um, which also I love to see stuff like that. I find it so funny and and, and really enjoyable. And that's part of why I love to call the images because based and, and similarly to what you were saying, I'm also very sentimental. So I get to go through this moment that, you know, was maybe exciting, maybe it was challenging, whatever it was. I get to go through it and kind of relive it and see what we were able to make. Um, and, and I find that that's one of my favorite parts of the process is going through the images after having that. taken so them. So that's called culling. Culling, yes. All yeah. Right. Good yeah. to know. It's an informational podcast too, people. We, you know, <laughs> everything you need. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you remember the first photo you took? It's a little um, harder, right? Like I, I can remember the first yeah. song I wrote, but like a photo taken—that's a little tricky. I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't really think so, but I do remember a few of the first. There are a few that have kind of lived on in a way especially of my days of taking photos of flowers and bugs. Yeah. Um, there are a few, because also at that time, that was where my interest in post-production began, actually, because I would take these photos of, say, a rose with some dew drops on it, and I would take it into camera raw, which is um, like, uh, it's connected to Photoshop, but it's similar to Lightroom. And... Um, I would just mess around with it. I would see what is possible with this image. Um, and so there are, there are a few photos from those days that I'm still proud of. And one of them is, is a rose with some water droplets on it. And it looks like it's shot in a studio. It's like dark uh-huh. and it looked like it's a black background, but it was the middle of the day. I guess. That's awesome. And I just, so that's one of the first ones I would say. I love that. I love I that. Remember. That's great. That's great. Do you have a favorite photo? Like of all of the photos you've ever taken, besides the ones of me, obviously. Well, we, can, we can put those aside. <laughs> I, I can't include those. <laughs> no, no. Nope. Um, uh, I have, I mean, there, there are some shoots that really stick out to me. There, there's one shoot that really sticks out to me because I guess it also felt like a... Um, a milestone back to kind of that question about the the journey. Um, And so this was, I was living in Boston at the time. There is a a poet named Olivia Gatwood, who um, I've worked with a few times. Amazing poet. Um, 
worth a, a read. Um, and so she was living in Santa Cruz, California at the time. And she decided to fly me out to Santa Cruz to do a shoot. And that was a big moment yeah. for me. I mean, one, because I respect her so much. We'd done a couple of shoots before and, and the shoots we'd done were already some of my favorites because she just, she's a visionary. So to have, you know, the concepts that she kind of came up with and be able to flesh them out and work on them was, yeah. was such a joy. Um, and so we, she released a book of poetry called Life of the Party um which is it's somewhat dark it's about it's about her relationship to true crime and um and it's kind of sort of memoir like cool. but it's these poems um and it's not fully memoir like cuz it's it's distinctive um but dark and so she was going to be going on a book tour um for for the book and so this shoot that we did was um promotional photos for her book tour and um we made she wanted essentially the set to be uh, a party that had happened to be the aftermath of a party um but to be off you know to not it looks like something happened maybe that wasn't Ooh. you know Oh my God. So, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know me too. Oh my, oh my gosh. And so, so I, it was just, it was really special to play around with, with that. Um, and she had this little writing studio, um, which was like very, this quaint little yellow shed pretty much. And um, so we just trashed it. We just trashed it. <laughs> And it had a little backyard area that we also trashed and we had a cake and we had a pinata with a knife in it. Oh and like, God. it was just, it was a really cool experience um, to not only get to like travel for work, but then to go in deep on creating a set. And, and um, yeah, so that, that's definitely one of my favorite shoots I've done. That's awesome. Wow. That sounds like a blast. I really want to see those photos now. <laughs> Yes, I can. I can send them yeah, to you. Yeah. Um, do you have any really like a bad shoot <laughs> that stands out? <laughs> like maybe you know, it wasn't anyone's fault, but maybe it was a little difficult. Sure. Um, well, I learned a lesson recently. Um, so living in LA is definitely different than living in Boston uh, in a lot of ways. But one of them is that. LA takes permitting really seriously. Oh. Um, so I did a shoot, which ended up, and why I'll talk about this, because it ended up well. I'm happy with the photos. They're happy with the photos. It ended up working out. Yeah. But um, we had gone to a state park uh, to do these photos. And, um, and I had an awareness for the, the need the legal need to have a permit but I mean I've been winging it for a long time you yeah. know um so I I hadn't really been confronted with that um and so we set up in this state park there were these picnic tables so 
um, it was a, a musical duo and, and they had to finish makeup and we had uh, these two makeup artists on set as well. And so we had set up all the makeup on the table and we were getting ready. And um, before we had shot a single photo, uh, a state ranger came up and, you know, was like, do you guys have a permit? We said, no, we don't have a permit. And he was like, all right, well, you're going to need to pack everything up. Um, you know, you don't, you don't want to stay here because technically we could confiscate your equipment. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> like camera jail is a whole thing. Um, here, who would have thought, who would have thought, welcome to Los Angeles. Um, but so we, we were all like, all right, um, we should leave. <laughs> yeah. So we packed everything up and, um, I was like, you know, my brain was like, where else could we go? Where else could we go? Um, and I had thought of another place we could go, but I didn't have reception. So I couldn't look up the address and I couldn't send the address to the other people on set. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm going to leave. And then if you guys leave in 15 minutes, by the time I get reception, I can send you the info and then you'll have reception and then we'll both end up getting there. Oh <laughs> but so I leave I leave and then uh once I've left I'm driving I, I pull over I realize I don't have the address for this place because it was a friend of mine who had brought me to this venue for shooting for like for a photo shoot and uh so I was like okay shit so I just picked a place that I thought was adjacent and sent it to these people. So then we got to that place. I was reaching out to my friend saying, I'm like, I'm on a shoot right now. Do you know, do you have the address? How do I get there? Um, and so we get to this adjacent place, um, which is also, I think, state land. Um, and so we park and I was just kind of like, uh, and I let them know what happened that the place I had in mind was some other place. I'm trying to figure out where it is. And one of the members of the duo was like, well, let's walk around here and just see maybe this will work. So got out, started to walk around with him and it looked like a really cool place. I was like, oh, wow, this works out. Serendipitous. This will work great. Um, we walked back to the cars where the other people, the other crew members were. And there was a state ranger there. Oh my God, I was waiting for it. <laughs> right? State ranger there who's like, well, he was about to write me a ticket because I hadn't I was waiting for it to be the same one as last time. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Thankfully not. Well, actually not even thankfully not because the first ranger was really nice and the second ranger was having a bad day, yes. I, I would say. Um, and he, he was about to write me a ticket because I hadn't paid for parking yet because we weren't sure what we were going to do. And so I was like, oh, so, you know, I'll pay for parking right now. But then, you know, the artists were like, we should leave. We don't want to deal with this. He's going to hang around and we don't have a permit, so we should leave. And so we decided to leave. And then we just pulled over on the side of uh, the PCH, the Pacific Coast Highway, because we were right. We were in Malibu. And we're just like, okay, what, what do we do? What do we do now? And uh, we ended up deciding to come back to my place. I have a home studio. Um, and, you know, the whole shoot was supposed to be outside. And we, you know, just whoop, like yep. pulled an audible and, and changed uh, what we were doing. Um, 
and thankfully it ended up working out well and I think the the photos all um became what what they needed to be but it was a long day (laughs) sounds like it yeah yeah I mean that's like there's so much that goes into photography I mean what you're gonna wear what's the mood but where are we going to shoot it god that is that is the number one like so tough and yeah you have a lovely home studio that must come in handy quite a bit (laughs) it really comes in handy because especially now that I have an understanding about permitting anywhere I shoot outside in this city I technically need a permit what's the permit Um, process like I mean have you looked into it like Yes, I've looked into it. Thankfully, it isn't extreme for photo shoots. Um, like doing it for every single shoot. I mean, that'd be a pain in the butt. I know. Um, that's the thing, and that's what you're supposed to do. Um, and so, um, yeah, for a photo shoot, it it can be somewhat uh, inexpensive, relatively. I mean, it, I've looked it up. The baseline, I think, is like uh, $66. So it's like not the worst, but also it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, who's going to pay for that? You shouldn't have to, right? Yeah. So like obviously you should come down to the artist, but then that almost just kind of adds to your rates when it really shouldn't. And yeah, that's frustrating. Who would have thought? It's tricky. Um, but that's, you know, that, like you said, is the benefit of having a home studio. And um, and I have a backyard too, which I'm grateful for because, Sometimes that comes in handy for shoots if someone wants to be, you know, in a sort of natural environment, but we don't want (laughs) to deal with certain things that we I've dealt with now. Uh, So, but yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm learning a lot um, about and also with permitting, I'm I'm learning with uh, some of the music videos I'm doing and some of the music videos that are in the works right now. I'm. I need a permit for those. And so I'm definitely in the process of figuring out how that works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, such a headache. Uh, yeah. Well, is there one thing that you knew or no, sorry, is there, is there something that you wish you knew when you started photography, either professional or hobby shooting? Hmm. Something I wish I knew. That you need permits I, in LA. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, I I feel like that's also such a I'm sure it's a thing in other cities and places too, but yeah. in Boston I never had that problem. So I'm also like, dang it, LA. It's like this, you know, because everyone's so many people are doing this kind of work. Um I mean, something that comes to mind is just with studio shooting. Um, I think that when I first started to work inside, I knew so little about lighting and and how the frequency of lights interact with shutter speed and, and how, you know, that can create these different effects that um you know are stylized but 
you know, yeah. not intentional at the time. Right. Um, yeah, lighting and, is. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's a concept I cannot wrap my head around. You know, like I, I tried to shoot a movie uh, like a year oh, ago. Yeah. I, I I try to take my own photos, but the lighting. It's yeah. like a whole science, you know, of itself. Like, I mean, how long did it take you to feel like you had a good handle on uh, on lighting and and how to manipulate light to get the looks that you're going for? I mean, it's it's continuous, yeah, yeah. honestly. Yeah, because I mean, I do feel like I have a much better understanding than I did. Um, you know, at the time I was talking of when I was getting all of these like um, various unintentional uh, kind of glitches or um, banding is one word for what was happening. Um, Did you have to like but, go to a textbook or learn the, the proper way, quote unquote, or is it a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of this, or did you, did you take a class? YouTube University Hell all yeah. the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest it really I've learned so much from YouTube along this journey and I am really grateful for it because I've saved probably tens of thousands of dollars if oh, not yeah. more from just learning things from YouTube um and yeah I've learned a lot about lighting from YouTube I've more recently been learning about lighting from other photographers which has been really great um like I used almost exclusively I use continuous lighting which essentially what that means is is light that like LEDs or different things that stay on it's just the light is there and it's there and it's not going away um versus strobes or flash which is which I actually have used to a degree but I didn't really um I just had a flash that I would put on my camera and I would use in different ways Mm -hmm. um but a lot of people and who take portraits especially um will use strobes and um strobe I'm just in a photo shoot yes yes so essentially what happens is rather than it being a continuous strobe that's just like the 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 you trigger the strobe when you take an image so you have a transmitter on your camera that's attached to this light that or and you have another like transmitter on the light and they're communicating and so when you click the flash goes like the the strobe goes and um yeah it and so I'm just learning about this I was intimidated by it for a long time I think one because um they're expensive it's a very often it's quite expensive equipment yeah um and so i was just like well i don't have i'm not gonna buy this so i'm gonna just buy an led and hopefully that works and um but now as i've just been um, around that equipment for you know being in studios that have it and stuff like that um i well i now see why people use it because i see that i see more of the benefits and uh, yeah. it's been fun to explore so to to go back to your question it's it's continuous I still feel like I I I love lighting so much so I want to learn uh so much more and um definitely seems like I, one of those things that it's just like yeah there's so much 
to learn about yeah. it. You know, yeah. Like you yeah. said, continuous. Yeah. yeah. There, there is so much, but, um, but it, it, I have learned a lot though as well. And I think, I think, yeah, it's just like anything. I think it takes probably a few years to start to feel comfortable. I would think. Yeah. Do you still feel like you learn something new from every shoot you do? I mean, sort of, um, I think sort of because every person is different. So, um, I, I, I would say, yeah, because even though I have kind of, um, I've, I have worked with a lot of different people, so I do have a sense for what, how to navigate if someone's shy uh, and hasn't been in front of the camera very much, how to navigate someone who has been in front of the camera a lot, but in a way that's different than the way I approach photography. Um, you know, how to navigate someone who's like a, a model, you know, straight up. Um, but I do think I, I, I learn new things because every because of the nuance of of each of these people um and what they may want um and so i i did headshots the other day which um i've been doing now and again because there's so many people who need them out yeah. here um and it was very very simple you know it's a white backdrop clean light here's my face but that I was learning from because, you know, I, I tend to be like, let's throw colors right, and right, let's right. shadows and I want you to just wiggle around, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> so then to have someone be still and, you know, how do you get someone to be still and look approachable? How do you get someone to smile without saying one, two, three, cheese? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm learning. I will see. I, I do my best but um yeah so I do think I I learn from from pretty much every shoot or I can at least learn yeah. from it well, I'm, I'm happy I'm to hear like, that I love uh, that what was that yeah because <laughs> that's what I find from creative process just mm-hmm. whether it's writing a song or you know trying to film a music video I've had a lot of attempts at a lot of things and and mm. you know sometimes creative projects don't really go the way you want but I'm always just grateful yeah. because I'm always able to take away you know just like a new lesson or a new little tidbit you pick up um and it's cool that that you are getting into stuff like headshots you're challenging yourself with different styles you know um because it's just gonna make you better I'd be, I'd be curious to to see some headshots that you took um because I'm sure you can't help but throw a little bit of, you know, your little touch in there. So (laughs) (laughs) I would be curious to see, I mean, and, and I can send those to you as well. If you, if you do want that, um, because I would also be curious to see if it still feels like, Holy smoke. That's a, yeah. I want, I want to see like a lineup of like 10 headshots (laughs) and be like, all right, which one did I shoot? You know, I want to see if I can pick up the yeah. Holy Smoke headshot. I feel like that, I could. That's interesting. Yeah, pretty familiar with your work. Big fan. Mm. Thank you. Thank well, the last question I have is is just for the gearheads, for the people out there curious. I mean, what what camera is your go to? What what gear do you yes. use? 
Yeah, so I have a Sony A7 III that is my go-to camera. Um, I have a few lenses, but my favorite one is a Zeiss 55mm uh, 1.8. And um, yeah, I really like Sony. I think, and I think part of it is just a familiarity. Yeah. I started taking portraits with Sony um, and it it treated me well from the start. Um, so now I've just stuck with them. Um, but, but yeah, and the Zeiss lens, oof, whoo, yeah. it's nice, awesome. it's crispy. Yeah. It's, it's crispy. Zeiss are, are definitely really, really nice. And, um, yeah, other than that, I, the other lens I use, um, I have a couple other lenses that I use semi-often. One of them is, a a 28 to 70 um this is all over is my head just, but i'm sure some yeah. listeners out there are getting it <laughs> yeah it's like hopefully some <laughs> other people who know these things um yeah and then one other of them is a macro lens that i use still which is um what i used back in the day for flowers yeah. and bugs awesome i love it is there any other essentials that you need to have during a shoot One thing I love to shoot with, um, which is a bit of like a thing up my sleeve, I would say, and you might have experienced this in the shoot we did. I can't remember if I used it, um, is mesh. I really like shooting through mesh huh. um, over my lens. Uh, and there are filters that do, that you can attach to your camera that do a very I similar do, thing. Yeah, I remember you had like a piece of cloth did it look like or something yeah, yeah Draper, yeah i definitely asked about it i feel like you also had like a little mirror or something yeah i probably had a prism on yeah. hand um and i might have also had a mirror sometimes i love i love shooting through things i love playing in camera uh and so um yeah i think just personally for me having like a little bag of tricks basically that i can used to just um we need a little kind spice. of play yeah. with yeah give a little spice give a little something interesting and and also you know it depends on the shoot and what the person wants i'll have like a different maybe bag of little goodies <laughs> i love it that's um, awesome but yeah I, I think you don't need much um so i think in general um right because if you're relying too much on bells and whistles then what you know it kind of takes it takes away from the actual art of the photography but yeah using it as like yeah a little spice a little all right the the, the shoots I think I've done all I could do with with me and the camera and you so let's let's throw a little thing that's how I remember the shoot going with us it was like towards the end you were like all right let's let's see what we got here and you were just like throwing stuff it was cool yes yeah I find that that happens often it's like uh you know we we have enough time often in shoots. I mean, sometimes it's go, go, go and down to the finish line and, oh my God, do we have enough time? Yeah. But when it isn't, which preferably it isn't, um, then there's time at the end to just, you know, if we had clean lighting, now we're going to change the lights. So we're going to play around, you know, yeah. Put some, put a, sometimes I'll like put uh, like a cup 
I wonder if it would do it with the eh, kind of not oh, really. Like when it. you have um a uh, a uh, a short uh, focal length and you play with something like a glass of water, it does, and you put it over like part of the lens, it does really cool, fun things. Oh. Um, so, Hell yeah. sometimes, sometimes that'll happen too. That's awesome. Well, thanks so much for chatting. <laughs> this was awesome. I really, really appreciate it. This was so much fun, Ryan. I'm so glad that you, you reached out and oh. that you wanted to do this. Absolutely. And um, yeah, it's, it's been a, a treat for me for sure. So. Well, I'm you. a true fan of your work. So, I mean, I, these are on, you know, genuine questions I've just been, I've been curious about and I, and thank you so much for allowing, you know, for, for shooting the photo that now is the, the, the cover yes. of the, the podcast. And it's just, uh, you know, it's always yes. a treat to work with you and it's so great to chat with you. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to hear other episodes and um, yeah, I'm grateful to be a piece of it with uh, having shot the cover. Yeah. No, thank you so much. Uh, yeah. yeah. I hope, hope to see you soon. Keep doing your damn thing. Yes. Yeah. Again, let me know whenever you're around on this side of side of the U.S. And Absolutely. I'll let you know whenever I'm, I'm back east. Sounds good. Catch you later, bud. Cool. Bye. Bye. Shaboom. <laughs> and we're back. I mean, I think I think it's pretty clear how big of a fan I am of her <laughs> in that chat. Yeah, uh, no, if she was in Boston, I would totally hit her up for some like photos right now. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. And that's how like, cause she she takes trips out here every once in a while I think you know she's still got people and so she was going to take a trip she did take a trip last summer and that's when I booked a shoot I was like yeah we got to shoot mm -hmm. any chance she's in Boston I'm like we, we just got to make some but then it turned out I was going out to LA and I was like oh it'd be even cooler to like work with her in her environment her studio so we bumped up the the session to like whenever my trip was I think it was like literally a week later than when we had the Boston shoot book for and yeah, we got in her studio and we did the damn thing. I am not a model by any means. Um, you don't, you don't need to be a model though. Especially when you're working with her, she is incredible. You hear me talk about it, but like, she's really good at giving direction, like mm -hmm. telling people how to move. Not like telling people how to move, but like suggesting, like, do this or do that. Yeah, but not like it's in such a unique way like she's truly talented at that outside the box yeah like she, she has you explore different movements you know and feelings and tap into things while you're working yeah. it really is like wow okay those are the type of people you gotta work with yeah i've never worked with a photographer like that she was definitely the first one i was like oh this is cool um she's a dancer as you you know we talked about and that's where a lot of her movement influence comes from and mm. yeah it's just very natural and She's she's a blast to work with. She's really cool. It was even cooler to chat with her about what she what she does, why she does it. You know, as we do here on the Save Some for When You're Better podcast. Save some for when you're better. That's all we can do. I'm not feeling well right now. My head hurts. Suck it up, Ryan. Sucked it up. Woosa, 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 my friend. Woosa. For the listeners listening. Well, it's early too. It's early. It's uh, it's eleven. It's early for you. This is so early for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so eleven thirty. Early. I mean, it's not that early for me. I've been up. I've been up a couple hours struggling. Yeah, see, that's where you fucked up. Yeah, but I can't. I thought I was gonna sleep in. My body just like I, 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 I'm not 
that early of a riser, but like 9 a.m. I'm up by 9 a.m. Yeah, I no, can't that's sleep. That's too early. You're, that's that's too crazy. Early. That's suicide right there. Suicide? That's, suicide that's like when people are like, yeah, I'm up at 6 a.m. I take that's, a run. That's, that's when I look at them and I'm like, insane. you're crazy. They need to be evaluated. 9 a.m. is a little late. Like 8 a.m. I feel like is a proper. No. <laughs> I mean, on a Saturday no. after two shows. No. All right. Three, Next time, I'll, I'll go for the Rashad. 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what came on streaming that I was watching last night? Yeah. Shang-Chi. Yeah, my boy told me about you it. You haven't watched I that haven't movie watched yet? It, yeah. it just came to Disney Plus. I want to watch it. I'm going to watch it today. Dude, you're in for a treat. It's one of the best Marvel movies out there. Uh, uh, slow down, buddy. Settle down. Watch it. Settle watch down. it. And then, Settle. what do you think's the best one? Out of all of them, Winter Soldier's the best one. Okay. Remember. Phenomenally correct. So, that's like real, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean Endgame, Infinity War? Well, they're if you're all talking incredible. about Solo. Yeah, oh, oh. Shit. Well, then Shang-Chi would be second. Okay. It's okay. really good. Okay. Watch okay. it. Okay. It's phenomenal. Right. It's so fun. The soundtrack's incredible. I gotta check it out. Um, but yeah, so for the listeners out there, it's now streaming on Disney Plus. <laughs> Disney Plus. Yeah, check it out. I'm sorry, holy smoke. Yeah, man. God, I love your work so much. No, real shit. Like, those are awesome photos. Yeah, I highly recommend hitting her up. Um, like, yeah, if she, if and when this comes out, like, I hope she listens. Like, if you're ever in Boston, <laughs> let's link up. Let's, let's do it. Yeah, stuff, take you know? take the take the next round of save some for when you're exactly. better. Exactly. Photos. Exactly. Yeah. Please, we would love it. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be sick. Um, I love your work. Um, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah, it's hard not to be. It's hard not to be. It's like one of those people. Um, uh, photography doesn't really do it for me like that, but like her. It's type hard of to style stick out, right? Is what I'm like into. That's the type of shit that I'm interested in. Yeah, like, that's the type of photos that I would do. And then this, well, like you would, you you think you could do those? Like if I had <laughs> the skills, if I had right, the skills, right, right, or if right. I was doing photography, like those are the type of photos I would like, you know, visualize in my mind to take. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's what I've found. It's like, I, you know, I. I as I said in the interview, I, I think I mentioned that, you know, I'm a creative person, I like to think, you mm-hmm. know, but when it comes to like thinking of photo concepts, mm-hmm. I'm not really good at it. I don't have that brain, you know, I can look at her work and be like, oh, that's incredible. Yeah. I, you know, I can notice good work. But yeah. as far as like coming up with these concepts that that she comes up with, even just like the look and the colors yeah, exactly. and the, that's what I'm saying. the style mm-hmm. and the body movement, it's like, wow. It's you know, the colors. That is, yeah, the colors are doing it for me. Yeah, and at this day and age where everybody has a camera in their pocket, everyone's a photographer these days, everyone's got an Instagram page, it's kind of hard to stick out and be unique. And, and it doesn't even seem like Holy Smoke needs to put that much effort into yeah. it. She's just like naturally, <laughs> this is the work that she does. And it's just like, damn. Uh, now, how long has she been doing this for? Uh, a while. Uh, oh. she, we, we definitely talked about it. Um. She, you know, I think the second she picked up a camera and started capturing images, she was just like, oh, cool. okay. Nice. Yeah. It just clicked. Yeah, no, you could tell. You could tell. Yeah. People have that certain gift. Like, That's what I mean, you know? Bravo, holy smokes. Yeah, shout out. Thank you again so much for coming on. Bravo. We appreciate you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Save um, some for when you're better. Yeah, this is Save Some. We got to think of a theme song. Save some for when you're for better. When you're better. Better, better, better. Save some zoom, zoom, for when you're better. Better, better, better. <laughs> well, there it is. That's we our didn't theme song right there. Let's fucking go. That was fucking great. <laughs> right off the top. 
Love it. Well, thank you again for tuning in, people. Thank you, Holy Smokes. Thank you again. so much, Holy Smokes. Alyssa, ganked, you are you a fan. true, true talent. Yes. And we appreciate you. And hopefully we'll get you back on the show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's what I mean. Like, I'm having these great one-hour chats with all these people, and it's like, at the end, I'm like, Oh, I wish I touched on this and this. And then I'm like, well, it's a perfect excuse to get these wonderful people back exactly. on this podcast, you know? Exactly. Um, right. Sounds let's do it, man. Holy yeah. smokes, come back. Yeah. We need you. Come back. Bring the camera. Let's do this. I'm down. All right, people. Thanks again for tuning in. Take it easy. This has been Ryan. And Rashad Jackson. Yeah. Shout out to Be Nice Records, people. Later. Save some for when you're better, 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 better. Save some, I save some for when you're better, for when you're better, better. better. <laughs>